Hello, everyone. Welcome to Walking with the Dead, an unofficial podcast about AMC's The Walking Dead. I'm Stephen Bueno. Cristian Cabrera. Cornel Montgomery. If you're new to Walking with the Dead, what we do is we talk about every week's current episode of The Walking Dead. So this week, we're going to be talking about Season 7, Episode 1, The Day Will Come When You Won't Be. Uh, I think this is the episode that everybody was waiting for just because of the way the last season ended. And it, I think as a season premiere, this is one of the strongest season premieres the show has ever had. I don't think so. I think last season's season premiere was a lot stronger, but it still was more gripping because of the cliffhanger from last season. Yeah, and, and to me, that's that's what made it. Uh, that's what makes it so good. The fact that last season you had this big cliffhanger, and then everyone was like, "Okay, so who's it going to be? Who's it going to be?" And I had initially predicted that it was going to be that they weren't going to show it to the end of the episode, or if anything, they weren't going to show anything at all. I kind of thought that they were just going to come into the season like. Oh, well, this is what's happening in these other locations. Uh, the Walking Dead tends to do that a lot. Where, oh, okay, yeah, obviously there's an elephant in the room, but we're not going to approach it. No, this didn't, this didn't stray away from it. I thought it was going to be a very subtle approach, too. Like, four or five episodes in, someone's going to yeah. mention, like, man, things were so good when Glenn was here. Hey, what happened? Well, I, I only thought it was going to be Glenn, but, you know. Oh, I guess, you know, we're going to jump into that. Glenn is uh, no oh, yeah. longer with us, and uh, now there's Abe. Like, and uh, Abraham... I guess a lot of people had guessed Abraham. Abraham and Glenn were like the ones that people had, were consistently guessing on the videos. And well, here's the thing: Abraham was already um, he's dead in the comic before they met in that when they, before they met Negan right before, and Glenn's dead when they meet Negan. So I mean, I, I can understand why they did that, mainly because those characters no longer exist in the comic, so it's okay to let them go. They're very expendable. And as a matter of fact, I mean, what else can you do with Abe's character? He was kind yeah. of yeah. Happy, he was. I mean, that's that's the best way to say it. Like, when, once you're happy in the show, you know. The thing is, like, uh, I think if they would have just killed Abraham, it wouldn't have been as satisfying. Because, like, okay, don't get me wrong, Abraham's like one of the main cast, kind of. But at the same time, he's not. People wouldn't have felt that bad if he died. Now, Glenn dying, on the other hand, that one's the that's one. That's a fan favorite. Yeah, like people loved Glenn. People like that Glenn Maggie dynamic, and and it feels a lot worse because let's face it, Abraham didn't have anything like to go back to. He's not with Rosita anymore. Yeah, he's kind of going with Sasha. But Glenn's going to be a... He's about to become a family man. Uh, also, you don't have that much of a connection with uh, Abe's connection. So, yeah. yeah, he's with Sasha. Yeah, he's with... Uh, or was with Rosita. But they're fairly new. So you don't have that that connection as you have with Maggie since season two. You know, and, and Glenn since season one. And then their love story. Like, it, Who's it was left such a different from season dynamic. one? Carol, Rick and, uh, Rick and Carl. Is Carol so? And Derek. What the hell's Carol? Uh, she just left. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. She went off and did her own thing, which in retrospect, good idea. Well, we kind of know how that's going to work out now. Carol's yeah. going to come back with like two machine guns under her arms. and like, She's going to ramble the hell out of her. I just killed everyone, by the way, uh, but I'm feeling really bad about it. Oh, yeah, I can't kill anymore. Uh, Aside from that, the, <laughs> military, like the militia I just killed, but no more. But I, did, I only did it because I have to. <laughs> Now, either way, this uh, the whole episode revolved around the the event, and honestly, like it it had to revolve around it because in order to make that death and that scene so much more impactful, you had to really dwell on it. And Rick, I think the whole episode is Rick dwelling on it. Yeah, he's like he just saw his friends get killed. So, um, and throughout the episode, it shows you the the brain, the dismemberment. It shows the heads being crushed. I mean, Glenn's eye popping out, like, when he gets hit I was once. surprised that they, they put that in there. That's definitely in the comic. And then also, the, when they showed the, the Glenn pile, they oh. had the eye <laughs> sitting in there. And, um, the Glenn pile. <laughs> that's essentially what it was. Um, the eyeball, that was a very, uh, 
very important thing in the comic too. Like they showed his pile and his eye on top of it. So they actually did that in the in the show, which, like I said, I was very surprised they stuck that in there. No, yeah, I think out of any of the episodes, because we've seen gruesome stuff in The Walking Dead, but this episode in particular, you see the crushed brains when Rick is like getting um, Negan's axe. You see him like hang off that body, and the head just like buff right off, and then. Um, you know, obviously Glenn and his eyeball and stuff like that. This episode really upped the ante when it came to, to gore. Also, I think it, it's not just the gore, but um, because it happened to humans. Like, people that were alive, it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. zombies. Well, except for the, the hanging one, which was pretty gnarly. But because it was character, well, main characters that went out so harsh, but also there were live characters that they didn't just get shot or didn't just get stabbed. I mean, they got mushed up. They got turned to putty, dude. And I, I just, I was just impressed that they showed that. And I think it's because, I think it's from what you said, like they were alive. So I think that has much more of an impact. And, lived, to like, and lived after the first hit. So it wasn't like a one hit kill. You yeah. got to see, especially when Glenn got hit and he was just sitting there staring at Maggie and trying to get the words out. Yeah. Like Maggie, I'll find you that. And that one, that one hits hard, man. Cause yeah, Glenn is a fan favorite. And then his last words are literally like to his, his wife as he's dying, as his eye just is bulging out. And like, Oh man, it was, it was, it was a rough watch through and through. And, um, even like, and, and I think you're supposed to take it from the standpoint of like Rick. I think that's like the viewer is supposed to take it from the standpoint of like, yeah, you kind of messed up, buddy. Like, you you fought a monster that's just way out of your league, and there's absolutely no way of beating him. And throughout the episode, Negan makes it a point to really emphasize that of, like, yeah, dude, you're not gonna, you're not gonna beat me. And it sucks because it's all accidental. Like, they only ran into all of this stuff because they were in, in um, because of uh, Daryl blowing him up with the rocket launcher. Yeah. And Daryl was the cause of essentially all this. Like, I mean... I guess not really the cause, but because they ran into him because they went off. It was like Daryl, Sasha, and uh, Abraham, right? Yeah. Went off to go do their thing, and they found the uh, gas truck. Like, if that hadn't happened, this whole thing either could have been postponed or it probably would have just been looked past. And Daryl, I know when, when he attacked Negan, he realized, like, man, this is big time. The error of my ways. Like, I caused not just this whole situation, but I caused Glenn to die right now. And that's gonna. That, I feel like that's gonna lead into like what Daryl will be doing this whole season, kind of brooding over that to an extent because it's like, yeah, dude, indirectly you caused his death, like you were the reason. Like Negan was done, everything was cool, you caused it. And one one thing I actually really like about Negan is that he means to break Rick, not just like mess with him, but literally just break him, send him to the brink. Because the whole episode you see Rick like Rick doesn't say much for like. 20 minutes, he doesn't have dialogue. He says, I'm going to kill you to Negan. Negan takes him. And then then they have that whole RV scene, and it's like, go get my axe. And Rick's just there on top of the on top of the RV, just kind of reminiscing. Well, yeah, or I mean, seeing the potential of his actions. Like, if yeah. I don't do this right now, then everyone's going to get this. And everyone's going to pass. Um, one thing that, um, like, it's a little trivia thing. They, they filmed every person dying in The Walking Dead last season so no one truly knew who who was going to be the the person that dies so i like that they did use those scenes that they filmed in the episode yeah that was actually that was actually pretty cool uh because it it, it, it almost lines it up like oh did it happen again like no 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 it's just rick thinking of like if i don't do this right now if i don't succeed right now everyone else is going to die like and i just saw two people die like this guy is a man of his word he will kill everyone um so i i did like that and at the very end i 
I thought it was just one of this one of the most difficult tests for Rick to be like, if you don't cut off Carl's arm, we're gonna kill everybody. And the way Negan just says it, like aim it at aim it at, at a forty five degree yeah. angle. So it like so their nose so explodes, or, like face explodes, like Oh no, no, shoot. I'm talking about the, the axe part. He's like oh. aim, aim that at a forty five degree angle so that we still have some skin flap to put it over. We have a great doctor. And just so calm about that. Everything that Negan was doing, and that's what makes him such a great villain, is that he's so calm and collected through all of it. Almost like like this is just the way things are. Where I'm not doing anything evil. I'm not doing anything bad. It's just the law. Like it's it has to be this way. My no law. if and yeah, it's like my law. No if ands or buts. And when he tells like um, when he tells Rick like, oh, those people are mine. This axe is mine. Like essentially, you're mine now. Like we you you can't escape me. This is gonna be a definite thing. You're gonna you're gonna harvest for me. You're literally my little worker ant now. And he he expresses that um, throughout the episode by like what wiping his axe on Rick and just letting him know you are beneath me. And basically, just the whole get my axe thing, and showing him like I'm gonna put you in danger. And you you have no choice. I mean, what are you gonna do about it? I have your your whole crew, and I'm gonna kill them if you don't do this. Yeah, you can probably die. I know you're not going to. But actually, he was making sure he didn't. But he's showing him that you're just your servant. Like you used to think you were on my level, and now you're nothing. And one of those things, it's kind of an acknowledgement of like it's a very smart tactic for Negan to take Daryl because he kind of like saw, okay, well this guy, he's sort of a right hand dude. And then uh, it was one of those things of like you got to break Rick because he also acknowledged, okay, well Rick can be can be a danger, but we just got to break that in. And he already knows what. what his weak spot is, and that's his family. Yeah, and his family, and his extended family. But going back, going back to the the Carl part, that had me on pins and needles. I was like, are they gonna, are they really gonna do it? Like, what, what's gonna happen here? Yeah, I was like, why are they cutting off his arm? Like, <laughs> I really, because I know that they had said, um, that uh, Robert Kirkman had said that one of his biggest regrets was cutting off Rick's arm because he had to put him in scenarios in which he has one arm and could survive. So when they first showed the axe in the beginning, I was like, "No, they can't cut off his arm. That doesn't make any sense. Like that's that's a big, uh, you know, budget. Like they uh, you're gonna always have to have him have one arm or give him a little clothing like they did Meryl. But when they did that for um, for Carl, I was just kind of confused as to why they would throw that in there. And then when he was pulling back and doing the countdown, I was like, "Okay, I feel like he's he not gonna cut him? it." Yeah, when he pulled back the axe, I thought he was gonna grab it, but. That wasn't the case. He did tell him to stop. And he's like, well, see, there you go. If you don't do this, this is a situation that can happen. He And he pleaded with him. The fact that he made Rick plead with him. And and he kept saying that look, that look in his eyes. And, yeah, it was definitely a thing of Rick realizing, oh, I, I, I have no power in this situation. And I will not have any power in this situation. I need to plead with him because he is at a – he's, like, just at a different level. And he is authority. Like, I have to listen to him. And I think that's – I mean, that's essentially what Negan wanted. Like, you're a strong guy. Don't get me wrong. But I'm better than you. I'm bigger than you. And you're going to do what I say. Now, that how that's going to lead to the rest of the season, I don't know. Uh, I – I don't know how long it's going to be till Rick decides, okay, we're going to go after Negan. I don't know if that's even going to be a thing. It seems like there's going to be alliances formed throughout the season that will lead to that. Well, Alexandria and um, I believe there's a whole new town that comes up later on. But um, I didn't really necessarily read past Glenn's death. I do know a little bit of what's happening now in the comic. But Negan's still alive, like in the comic. So it's it's still It'll be a thing for quite a while. Oh yeah, that's why I was wondering like how they're gonna do this in the show because this is 
almost 60 issues and Negan's been alive the whole that whole way through. He's not a threat as much as he as he is in the beginning, but he's still in existence. And same thing with um um what's the town that they're going to that that Maggie needs the hilltop to, the hilltop that's still important. All those characters there are still going to be involved. Yeah, I figured like especially the Jesus character. I figured there's he's got to he's got to do something eventually because he's really he's a pretty cool character. I've got you, Glenn. Right, like, <laughs> and then he healed him. Oh no, this is a zombie. Never no, mind. he just he just mushed his head back. But um. No, I, I, I actually am really looking forward to how the rest of the season plays out. How much more interaction there is with Negan because that I like that character a lot, dude, as a villain, as just how calm and collected and just murderous he is. I like him in that universe because it makes perfect sense. And it also pushes all the other characters. So how's how's he gonna push Daryl? How's he gonna push uh Rick? Maggie's obviously gonna be very like for fighting back. So it's gonna be an interesting season for all the characters. Hopefully. Because sometimes they do start off strong and uh, then it just kind of goes downhill. Yeah. yeah, but if it's anything like last season, it should be good. I feel like they they figured out the formula to get old fans back in because I had a lot of praise for last season and a lot of people that started start to watch Walking Dead and like what, what's something that like you'll like positive you say about it like season four and five <laughs> like it's gonna be hard to get through two and three but it got really good out of nowhere and I hope it stays that way. Yeah, I really hope they don't slow down the pace, man. Because, uh, yeah, last season, I mean, they, they really brought it. Uh, up until, like, some stuff with Morgan, then it was like, eh, not as interesting. Yeah, 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 the Morgan episode wasn't that great. But uh, this season, it seems like they're going to have... Uh, the, the, well, you already have your villain off the off the bat, and you've already got your problems. You've already got everything really set up. There's no buildup. You're not wondering anything. So it's just them living in that new world. Who do you think is more psychotic, um, the governor or Negan? The governor was probably more unhinged. Negan seems very collected, and he's doing things for a very specific reason. I don't think Negan's crazy at all. I think he's just like, this is just the way things are, dude, and this is the only way to survive in this world now. To lead by fear. Yeah. Yeah, because if anything, governor was doing the complete opposite. He was showing all of his followers. All yeah. All sound like, I love you. Blah, blah, he was putting up a doors. front. Yeah. Negan's more like, nah, this is just the way it is. I'm going to kill everybody. Rule number one, me. Yeah. Like, I am above everyone, and that's essentially the rule of the world. It's like, you are above everyone, or else you will die. So, hey, man. Solid season, solid starter. Hopefully, it stays strong. Just leave it there. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Walking with the Dead. If you want to find out more of our podcast, you can head on over to filmbook.com that's film-book.com and either search for Stephen Bueno or Walking with the Dead and if you want to check out some of the stuff we do outside of these podcasts you can go ahead and find us at youtube.com slash League of Gents that's L-E-A-G-U-E O-F-G-E-N-T-S or you can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash League of Ordinary Gents that's G-E-N-T-S If you listen to this podcast on iTunes or any other podcast services, go ahead and rate and review this episode. If you listen to this podcast on YouTube, go ahead and hit that thumbs up video and leave a comment in the comment section. We definitely want to hear from you guys.